set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kings of the Rings podcast, where we keep wrestling royal exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. Because, you know, in life, you're always told that if you work hard, if you chip away, if you plug away, if you do your job, then your moment will come, and I am sick of waiting for my moment. Also, joining me each and every week is the founder, Willie T, Will Tereshock. Well, The Rock knows exactly why you did what you did at WrestleMania, because Stone Cold, you know, deep down inside, in your heart, in your soul, one-on-one, face-to-face, man-to-man, you know damn well you can't beat The Rock. And finally, Joining us each and every week is the Queen Bee herself, the Kate Murphy. How does it feel that you were expecting a man to come out here? What you weren't expecting was the man. It's time for someone you to step up, step in, and fill your shoes. And there's only one person for that job, and I think these people would agree with me that that person is me. Together, We cover all things wrestling in and outside of the ring in the only way that we know how. So, without further ado, Behold the King, the King of Kings. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the most wonderful time of the year because right now, in just a couple of more days, we are going to be on the road to WrestleMania. But before we get on that road, we have to start with a little bit of a rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our Royal Rumble preview show, The Rumble of Royalties, here at Kings of the Rings Podcast, exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. Find Kings of the Rings Podcast social media at KOTR underscore podcast um, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Subscribe and listen to us every week wherever you get your podcast by subscribing to WrestleAddict Radio and follow WrestleAddict Radio's social media on Twitter at Addict underscore Wrestle and um, on Facebook and Instagram at Wrestle Addict Radio. And with me always is the number two entrant in the Rumble of Royalties this year, Mr. Will Tarashock. How are you, sir? I want to know who the fuck was that one person who didn't vote Derek Jeter in the Hall of Fame. All right? <laughs> I knew this was I coming. Was, I knew this was coming. He was one <laughs> fucking person away. One person away from being the second <laughs> unanimous player. And I wonder who that person is, and I want to be like, why? What, what the fuck you have to do to I'm, be a Hall of Famer? I'm telling you right now, uh, Twitter's on a manhunt for this guy. Or girl. Or whoever they are. 
I mean, I don't, I don't but care that. I don't care that much to go on. It is an active, it. it is an active investigation. <laughs> but I am mad about it enough to fucking talk about it on my wrestling podcast. That's how, that's that's the most important thing going on. I'm gonna sit up and talk about this even more because Derek Cheetah got fucking robbed. I'm just kidding. He's a Hall of Famer, greatest of all time. Um, interesting that Larry, uh, Larry Walker got in on his last appearance on the ballot. But of course, me, it's me, it's Willie T. If you want to vote for my Hall of Fame ballot, go to uh, Instagram at Will Tarish or T's and Thomas A R A S H U K and tell me to fuck off right to my face. Right, Kate Murphy? Fuck off, Will. <laughs> oh, love it. What's going on, everyone? This is the Queen Bee, the Kate Murphy. You can find me on Instagram at the Kate Murphy and on Twitter with my new handle, the Kate Murphy underscore. It's like the old one, but reversed. Because I'm crazy and I changed a bunch of my social media over the weekend. And I didn't vote for Derek Jeter. It was me. I don't even think you have an active you're, not, you're not allowed to. You're not a sports writer. Shh. Or, or a former football sports writer who just so now covers baseball. You know, weird stuff like that. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I do find it kind of funny that um, that the Royal Rumble is going to be in Houston. And if you're a Houston sports fan, not a good time. Particularly a Houston Astros not, sports not fan. A good, not a good time. Horrible time, right time now. to be alive. <laughs> like a horrible time. And I am waiting. Because I know it's coming. Unless Vince is like, we're not doing this. I'm waiting for somebody to bash the Houston Astros in their own ballpark during the Royal Rumble. Elias. It's it's either going to be Elias or Renudo. It would have been Elias, but he's a face. Um, I don't know. You don't really have that kind of... uh, Seth Rollins, obviously. He's a baseball fan. No, Seth is more football than baseball. I feel like Seth likes all sports, but I think football is like his niche. Mm. Um, but I, I, I can picture a new day doing it. Like I was thinking about this ever since you know, obviously the the, the shady ass Houston Astros controversy came out, um, and uh, Alex Cora, good luck ever getting a job in baseball again. Um, yeah, fuck and I was him, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this, like how could they do this? I could see like. And it would be it would be a lot better if Xavier Woods was around. It would all be targeting Brock Lesnar. They'd be like, okay, okay, Biggie, you're gonna get in there. If you don't hear anything, that means Brock's not coming. If you hear us <laughs> banging a trash can, that means Brock's on his way and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get to see him aggressively banging the trash can <laughs> around the arena. <laughs> That'd give him so much heat. <laughs> Oh, but it would be it would be the funniest thing. Like that's something I would do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to go that f- deep into it. No, Vince, put, Vince probably has no idea what's going on. Honestly, he probably has no idea. <laughs> Which means they could probably get away with it. That's a good point. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the question is, who is going to be that person? Who's going to go out on a limb? It's got to be someone who can talk well on the mic, which could lead to Elias. But you said Elias is pretty much a face these days. It should be the Miz, but he hasn't fully turned yet. No, he's getting there with him and Morrison. I like what they're doing. Um, but who else oh, would Paul it be Heyman. to be the hmm? Paul Heyman? You think yeah, Baron Corbin? No, Paul Heyman. Oh, oh well, Baron Corbin Baron would be Corbin perfect too. for it, too. 
Baron Corbin would be really perfect for it because, I mean, people just hate him to begin with. Yeah, yeah. He's, very, he's very a hateable dude. Yeah, just look at him. <laughs> it has to be because he's bald. Well, no, people hated him when he had hair. That's true. People hated him because he had that hair. <laughs> he was thinning on top. <laughs> it's like he's the only person who has long hair down to like his tits, but he's thinning on top. <laughs> it like moved from the front of his head to the back of his head, like really systematically. It was really weird. <laughs> I, got the, I got the Corbin Curlies. What was that? I got the Corbin Curlies. Corbin Curlies. Corbin Curlies. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's like bad pubic hair. I was just thinking that. I was thinking it too. It's okay. Oh. We're all disgusting. <laughs> oh man, I got some Corbin Curlies in my salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Gotta send it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, right. it, it is pretty disgusting. So Houston's going to be uh, the epicenter of the wrestling world this weekend and the epicenter of sports entertainment this weekend. And Houston might get something positive out of the last couple of weeks or the first month of the year. Uh, and hopefully they'll put on an epic Royal Rumble. But before that, we're going to have not an NXT takeover at a big four pay-per-view weekend, which is going to be a bit of a first we have instead decided to do a worlds collides uh special between nxt uk versus regular nxt really interesting because takeover is going to be february 16th in portland oregon so it's kind of like an outlier a weird one which i don't know why we decided to do that but who knows maybe booking who I uh, well, there's no, no pay per view in February, it's just takeover and then super showdown, and that's it. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. No, yeah, there's no <laughs> pay per view in February. <laughs> okay, that makes so much more sense. I thought there was okay, elimination so chamber, March probably. Elimination well, chamber is March in oh, Philly, so gross. So that means yeah. fucking um, fast lane is gone. Well, that's good, yeah. That's good, because Fastlane did nothing. Almost ever. Yeah. Elimination Chamber really does anything either. But it's well, the, the elimination final chamber stop is, on the road to WrestleMania. And it's also the Elimination Chamber. It's the best, it's like the last great idea that Eric Bischoff ever had. That wasn't actually his idea, which is hilarious. Shh. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> We don't talk about these things on on public radio um, or on podcast radio. Uh, but moving forward, let's talk about this Worlds Collide, um, this special, I guess, because it's not a tournament. It used to be a tournament, and now it's kind of a special where it's like, you know, these clashing of, of characters that don't really ever clash. And it's starting out with the pre-show, like all good pay-per-views, and the pre-show is going to be Mia Yim the uh you know the the Blazian Batty uh versus the NXT UK champion Kaylee Ray. Very interesting here. They're gonna kill each other. Yeah they are gonna Th- kill each other. That's gonna be violent. Kaylee Ray scares I me. Feel- she is a little <laughs> scary. She's she's a you know why? Because she's there's no like you never see her happy. She's just one of those people who's just like her character 
is very kind of like stoic and mean and just always aggressive. Like very like like a silent crime boss almost. Which is what's scary because you don't know what she's going to do. Yeah, I mean, every time I think of Kaylee right now, I think of her getting pretty much swatted out of the air with a trash can and surviving <laughs> at war games. Like, that's a bad image of Kaylee Ray for me, but that's the first thing that comes to mind because she got annihilated with that trash can. Yeah. Um, but Kaylee is scared. I don't know who wins this. I mean, it's a pre-show match. Does it count towards, I guess, this kind of war of worlds? Um, who knows? I love Mia Yim. Um, but I don't see Mia Yim beating the NXT UK champion. I don't either. No, not a chance. Kaylee Ray has a little bit more time left in her range, so she should show a little bit more dominance now. She's gonna. I feel like she's gonna drop very soon. Who's she gonna drop to, Piper? I don't know. I don't think it's Piper, but I can't tell who it's gonna be. I was thinking about this yesterday because she's been the title. She's been the champion since August. It's almost February. I can't see her holding it for much longer. You never know. I feel like NXT reigns last a little bit longer than, you know, SmackDown or Raw or Raw reigns just because of the limited availability availability they have to pay-per-views. Yeah. Um and so it takes a while for, for champions to kind of um lose their title but also it's a good thing too because they're not overexposed you know they're, they're protected a little bit more they're not the raw um, tag so team championships or tag team championships in general <laughs> <laughs> that too um so so who knows but i i, I expect kaylee ray to win this um and, and yeah, why are we still talking there, so. about this this is like five minutes talking about a pre-show match we have a whole weekend to cover let's chop chop I know, but so, hey, hey, hey. It's take a pre-show it that so. deserves recognition. Yeah. This pre-show, at least. Like, it's a it's a takeover pre-show. Pretty, it's pretty mm. much a, a glorified takeover. Um, But it's worlds colliding. Takeover, so what do we have on the plus. main... All right. I have the whole card right here. What do we got, Kate? So first off, we have a tag team match between Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate mm. versus the returning DIY... It's happening. I don't care who wins this match. The winners are us. Just let this match go a solid 20 minutes and let them just go at it. Yeah, I mean, DIY Tyler is going to win, Tyler but Bate, I'm Bate, not mad about Tyler it. Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> like, the fucking UK crowd was just, dude, I actually watched that match. because I was, I was trying to fast forward until I get to the ladder match. And I was like, Tyler Bate. I was like, all right. <laughs> it's incredible, right? Yeah, the oh, match. Tyler the, and um, Jordan Devlin. Yeah, <sighs> the match was the match was phenomenal. I mean, they showed Triple H like four times standing ovation, and it's the crowd losing their fucking minds. But yeah, this is a tough match to call. I think the easy way to go is DIY because they're returning and they're both megastars. But man, Mustache Mountain is just a different kind of magic. They're so much fun. They're like fun wrestling. They're perfect. We all know how much I love Mustache Mountain, though. And they're both they're both former NXT Tag Champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, you everybody forgets DIY, not DIYs. Uh, Mustache Mountain's really, really small, uh, uh, small run as Tag Champions for a little bit until they dropped the Undisputed. 
Yeah, that thorn, that match they almost threw in the towel with the, against Undisputed. God damn, that match was yes. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, talk about storytelling at its finest. Might have been the best story told tag match I've ever seen yeah, NXT on uh, NXT that. TV. That's just what they do. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I, I if I if I have to pick. Oh my god, it's got to be DIY because they're returning. Although I wouldn't care if Mustache Mountain won either, because they're just fun. So let's move along. Who else we got? All right. Next, we have a fatal four-way match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Oh yes. So. I am going to spoil NXT UK for tomorrow or two days from now, though. Which is fine. All right. So well, we so have gonna... All right, who we got? the current Cruiserweight champion, Angel Garza, versus mm-hmm. Isaiah Swerve Scott, versus Travis Banks, versus Jordan Devlin. Wow. I'm so fucking excited. <sighs> well, I mean, I, Angel Garza is like the, he's pretty much the, uh, the Latino Val Venus. He's a fucking beast. Yeah, he he reminds he's like a he's like a smoother sounding quagmire with kind of like the persona <laughs> of Val Venus. and the whole ripping off of the pants thing is like ridiculous. It's so good though. Like the, when he debuted, I didn't think it was gonna work, but it works really really well. Yeah, Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin, I. I and Swerve, I mean, I remember watching Swerve on Evolve, swerve, and he had all swerve, the talent. Swerve. <laughs> and he has all the talent in the world. He's my I don't favorite. see him as a cruiserweight. He's my fucking He's awesome. favorite. <laughs> that kick Stallion's he does in the favorite. air. I do love Kurt Stallion too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the Stallion, dude. <laughs> But I don't I don't know who we have here. I mean, we have if Jordan Swerve. Devlin wins, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. I can promise you it's that. It's probably gonna be here, Jordan here's Devlin. The, here's one thing: can can we really see the cruiserweight title going over to the UK? Or Jordan comes to America? I feel like it would be more interesting to have a cruiserweight title go to the UK and make it what their mid card title. Sure, why the hell not? The UK doesn't have a mid-card title. No, and we we already have a North American. Yeah. Okay. I could... And I want to see what... I I would like to see what it would would do over there. Um, And I love Travis Banks. Travis Banks is amazing. Injury-prone, but amazing. Yeah. Um, As much as I love Swerve, I just don't see him as a cruiserweight champion. Like... I mean, if anybody's seen Swerve in person, it's a big man. He is not a cruiserweight. Yeah. He's tall. Yeah. He's tall. He he is not a cruiserweight whatsoever. You're talking about a former Evolve heavyweight champion. He is no by no way a cruiserweight at all. But just they're using him, I guess, as a cruiserweight just to get him on TV because he's that damn good. Or he might eat the pen. So the little guy pins the big guy. And boom, he looks so strong. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go on on a little bit of an uh go go to on my decision. I'm gonna go with um we'll go with Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin steals steals the cruiserweight title and brings it to the UK. Hundred oh, percent. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Please. 
The guy's a good talent. What do you want me to say? He's talented. He's good. Yeah. His name's Jordan. Of course. He's another one Nick. I can't wait to see at WrestleMania 43. Him and Austin Theory, the main event. <laughs> oh my God, though. <laughs> wait a minute. Preach process that dream match? It's you possible. Pants, Kate. That'd be so good. Jordan Devlin versus... Tri- oh my God. <laughs> Take it easy, Kate. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> Just about make Jordan sentences. In through theory, the nose, out through the mouth. The WrestleMania main <laughs> event for the WWE title. Come on. That's so good. Jordan Devlin and Austin Theory will be the next two Paul Heyman guys because they are tailor made for it. Yeah. They pretty much are. All right, so let's move on. Next right. match. Next, we have another daddy. We have Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. I would be shocked if Ilya Dragunov wins. They yeah. will, Finn will make him look like a million bucks because mm-hmm. that's what Finn is supposed to do. But Finn is going to win this match. But Ilya Dragunov is going to have going to be a made man after this match. Yeah, that's what should be the idea here. Yeah, I'm not like a fan of Ilya Dragunov like at all, but they're really building him towards and pushing him towards something on UK lately. Yeah, this is this is show still a position. It's going to be in the middle of the of the card. Um, it's going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I think within the next year he's going to be in contention for the title for sure. Absolutely, you got to get the title off of the factions. Hmm. No. Well, what are your thoughts? I mean, I don't know who the other guy is. I don't watch UK, so I'm going with Finn Balor because he's a humongous megastar and he's on a great heel run right now. Give him the heat. And he's he's the prince. Whatever yes. that means. Yeah. <laughs> Prince of what? <laughs> yeah, like no one knows yet. Like no one has a clue. All right, next match. Next, for the NXT Women's Championship, we have Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. Tony Storm is the only woman in the UK division that doesn't scare me. She's just so adorable. Wait, I want to bring her home to my mother. Tony Storm? Yeah, but all the rest is scary. <laughs> Yeah, she's I feel really like cute. you would. I feel like you would date Tony Storm. Like she's the perfect height for you. Uh, dude, Tony Storm. I would date. I would totally <laughs> date Tony Storm. Are you kidding me? That's not even a question. <laughs> she would date me too. If she met me, she'd be, she'd be smitten. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I think she's dating Tyler Bate. <laughs> Is she? She was at one point. At one point, she and Tyler Bate were dating. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah, very upset liked, about it. She liked that mountain, I'm all right. Not. She climbed all the way to the top. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Tyler, 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 they're just always drunk and always rowdy. Have you seen their parliament? <laughs> like their parliament meetings? They they like yell at each other, literally. They're like, they heckle. That's amazing. They heckle in parliament. <laughs> a bucketless well, dream of mine is to go to a UK taping. I was say, well, that's our new goal. We're going to find Jermaine from the Patreon, and he's going to take us to a UK taping. Okay. Jermaine and Martin, too. Shout out to Martin if, he's, if he still listens to us. Because Martin's, Martin's in the UK somewhere. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the UK and we're just going to get drunk and be belligerent and just scream stuff. And take our <laughs> shoes off. 
You know what it is? Because they drink <laughs> beer. They drink beer in the UK. It's my kind of place. Beer and bad teeth. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know what's really funny now when I think about Tyler and Tony dating? They both have the same finisher. Yeah, they wow. do. They do. It's literally the same thing. So maybe maybe they are still dating and, and good for them. They'd make a great they'd make a great child. Yeah. Um, but moving along, the, uh, what else do we have on this card? We have the main event. Oh, by the way, my fault. We totally didn't make selections. Uh, Rhea Ripley's winning. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Uh, what's the main event? Um, we have an eight-man tag team match featuring... Oh, no. oh yeah, it's Undisputed versus Imperium. Yeah, I was just going to lead it more dramatically. <laughs> so I, I, I got really excited because I remember how we end up taking over Blackpool. That was so... G- happen and i was like oh what a beautiful setup i'm glad that everyone is finally seeing how great uk is though that's making me really really happy since for the Mm -hmm. last like year and a half i've been like a uk fiend and no one quite gets Mm -hmm. it and now it's coming together well this is the whole premise of it too i mean what do you need to do to 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 make uk look good again i mean this is the same situation that wwe was in um leading into survivor series you have nxt regular just becoming live on the usa network and like and then they're like okay we got to make them look like a really big deal so what do you do you kind of pretty much have them dominate survivor series weekend and it was a you know they knocked it out the park now we're in the same situation where okay we have to elevate nxt uk this is a this is another brand in and of itself so what do we have to do we got to take you know the regular nxt which is now made to look like megastars to use them to kind of bring nxt uk up and uh, and you know not necessarily make nxt uk the star of the weekend but pretty much make sure that people realize now that nxt uk is good or if not equal to um regular nxt and i think that's the goal of this weekend and they're gonna knock it out of the park I, would would most Triple H run things? Yes. It's going to be a knockout the park. This Imperium versus Undisputed is a dream. It's two of the best factions in all of wrestling, literally not waiting to tear each other's heads off. And I don't know who to pick. Like, I love, like, I love Undisputed. I love Undisputed style. I've always said they are the perfect combination of the NWO mixed with DX in the modern time, and if you had an antithesis of them, it would be Imperium. Stoic, very uh, very old school mentality when it comes to wrestling, um, and it's perfect for a collision course. I think Imperium I- needs to win more because they're still being introduced a little bit more, and just you can get away with one loss. It's going to be hard. I would enjoy the match more if it was elimination style. Yeah. Undisputed, if they win, they're not going to win clean, though. That is a very good point. Um, You know, I'm going to go with Imperium on this one. Just a hunch. Yeah. Yeah. Imperium is your closing segment. I think because it's 
I don't think Undisputed necessarily needs this win. Like, this isn't a huge spotlight for them. So, them losing to Imperium is a bigger deal than them beating them. It's like... Okay. It's a bigger deal for Imperium to win on a smaller stage, quote-unquote, than um, this Undisputed Era is to continue winning. Yeah, that's true. True. And we also don't know how much gold they're going to be coming in because uh, as as of this recording, NXT has not occurred yet. Um, and we have uh, we have Keith Lee, who pretty much killed half of the roster uh, last week going against going up against Roddy Strong for the NXT um, North American Championship uh, within the coming days. He's a psychopath. So did you see that? Yeah, dude, he's mm-hmm. a psychopath. <laughs> He 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 literally launched somebody into the shadow realm. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Well that was Bianca Belair launching Carmel into the Shadow Realm the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, no, it was uh when Keith when he actually got legitimately mad, I was like, Oh, okay. That's why no one messes with you. <laughs> like he launched a dude in sweats. <laughs> like no athletic gear on just went like pretty much full dad and just destroyed somebody um but yeah so how do you guys think world's collide is gonna go i'm gonna give it it's gonna be a solid eight crowns easy i think yeah i'm thinking like eight ish seven and a half eight i hope prince harry and what's her name show up Meghan Markle? <laughs> yeah, Meghan whatever Markle. whatever the names are. Well, they're what in they Canada now. The newest NXT signing, Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has to earn oh his money God, somehow. Looks like there's more royalty coming to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a Brexit. That would be the line of the year. Talk about a Brexit. Could you imagine that's why he left the royal family to sign with WWE? <laughs> he left the royal family and entered the royal rumble. Royal rumble. <laughs> could you could you imagine? He's number 30 w- in the rumble. WWE's stock would skyrocket. Dude, I can't tell you how much I don't care that they're leaving the royal family. The fact that the royal family is still a thing and that royalty and your highness is still a thing in 2020 baffles me. They really have no power except they use all the public funds pay for their royalty, which is really funny. That's what I mean. Everyone, the public pays for them to survive. They don't do anything. But, I mean, the queen does have like executive order over everything. She just doesn't use it because it's not for the good of the public. Yeah. Pretty much. They, they literally exist and for she, tourism. Well, yeah, I mean, they've always, they always loved the whole royalty thing. And that's, and that's, the, you know, that's England in and of itself. And the mystique. And the, whole, like, the, whole and the mystique of it. Now, all I, I mean, know about is what the crown taught me. Like the Netflix <laughs> show. It's really good. I heard the crown is a really raunchy show, it too. It is kind of raunchy, yeah. I figured. I mean, what else are you going to do with all that money? Yeah. <laughs> Some bang a lot of random people. <laughs> and drink. Apparently they bang each other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, the queen is ninety four. Dude, she just looks like Betty White. She looks how she looks. The queen looks like how Betty White should look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Betty White is ageless. She just turned ninety two. But 
Yeah, but she, the queen's still, like, making appearances. She still speaks pretty eloquently from what I'm aware of. Like, making, like, there's got to be something in that water up there. Philip had his driver's Alcohol. license taken away. What's up? Well, her husband, Philip, had his driver's license revoked because he's too old to drive and he cannot no longer operate a vehicle. Well, yeah, he's a freaking royalty, though. Who gives a shit? Apparently he was like, pissed about it. He hasn't he hasn't driven since his twenties, if ever. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Relax. Relax. <laughs> There's no reason for you to be pissed. Like maybe he drove if, if, secretly, you never know. If I was royalty and I and I'm, people would drive me around everywhere, fuck yeah, I'd give up my license. Take it. Go right ahead, I don't need I'll this. I'll take a state ID. <laughs> <laughs> Got people to drive me around. Fuck this. I know people God, in New York all don't have a driver's license. They have a state ID. Yeah. What's up? I know poor people in New York who have a state ID. They never driver's license. They never learned how to drive. Yeah. They grew up in Brooklyn. All they you need, need a, is a state ID. Car. Yeah. Fuck that. Shut up, Google. While Will tries to figure out his uh, his smart devices in his room, we're going to take a quick commercial break, um, and then we're going to get into the rumble of royalties and the road to WrestleMania beginning in just a couple of moments. We will be right back. Hey guys, the Princess of Pro Wrestling, SoCal Val. You are listening to Wrestle Attic Radio. I'm sending all the love from California. Hey guys, this is the man who loves to make a difference, Nate the Effin Great. You can always interact with me on Twitter at Real Effin Game. And be sure to listen into my podcast, The Game Changer Podcast, where we talk about pop culture, professional wrestling, play games, among so many other great things. Guys, remember that you can make a difference. This is Nate the Effin Great from The Game Changer Podcast, exclusively on Wrestle Attic Radio. Hey, 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 folks, this is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Bow down because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on Wrestle Addict Radio. And it's now time to get into the road to WrestleMania with the Royal Rumble prediction uh, part of the show. We're going to predict all of the matches and then we are going to try and I do say try to predict both Royal Rumble matches, men's and women's. This is going to set up WrestleMania. Easy. Um, WrestleMania WrestleMania merch is already out. Um, so we are going to be getting into that season where it's the best time to be a wrestling fan. It's the most wonderful time of the year from Royal Rumble into WrestleMania. Things are going to be kicked up to like a thousand. Um, and so I'm very, very interested to see what goes on. So let's start out with the first match. Kate Murphy, who do we have? All right. We're just going to get right into it from least important moving forward. We have Seamus for Shorty G. <laughs> no stipulations. <laughs> no, Nothing. And Seamus has to win because Seamus is returning and Seamus can't lose. You know who wins? Yeah, I'm going to go with Seamus. Vendors at the arena. You're going to get business. (laughs) (laughs) The beer guy wins during that match. Yeah, that's definitely a beer match. Yeah. Which is a shame. Uh, But yeah, Seamus wins. All right. Is that it? Move on. All right. Next. 
I'm going to do everything that's not a title match before I just switch to titles. The only other match that is not for a title besides the Rumbles, we have a Falls Count Anywhere match with Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. And I'm I sick really of hope- it. This is this actually might be where a trash can could be put in play. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> like, can you imagine they fight into the dugout and so it's like, oh my god, that's the television and the trash can <laughs> from the infamous. Corbin <laughs> goes like I can. Roman, Roman goes, hey, is that the revival giving you signs from center field? <laughs> 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 and then and then dress it out to me, Jesse. Actually, the revival would be perfect to mock Houston. Yeah, that's the heat. That's the heat they need. <laughs> but, we'll see. It's false. They can go anywhere in the arena. It'd be perfect. The stadium, dude. Like what? That's true. My fault. It's a stadium. Yeah. Yeah, Falls Count anywhere in the state. I want them to go through a dugout. That's a, It's going to be good, I hope. You know what I wish would be, even though they're not going to give them enough time? Yeah, well, they might give them time. I want it to be like, remember the, uh, remember the empty arena match between um The Rock and Mankind? Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be like that. For no reason. No. Like the empty arena match mixed with Austin and Booker T in the supermarket. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up on our jackass. <laughs> oh man. Um I think we need to put this robbery to bed and Roman wins. Yeah. Because if Roman doesn't win, this feud is gonna continue. And I don't want it to anymore. Oh, Roman's How long winning has this been right. going on? Since SmackDown on on Fox, that's October. Like three months. That's four months. <laughs> yeah, it's time for us to go. No, bye. The blood the bloodline is going to help out, and it's going to be game over. Cool, great. All right, next yeah, match. Moving on. We have defending the United States Championship. We have Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Andrade's on a roll. Yeah, he's not. He's engaged. He put on a hell of a ladder match against Rey Mysterio um, on Monday. Zelina Vega is his business partner, quote unquote. Could also be his mistress. Wouldn't be mad at him. Aleister Blackwood, though. Um, Yeah, that's a shoot fight I want to see. (laughs) (laughs) Aleister Richards Andrade. That was a good feud in NXT, though. Yeah, it was. That, that was a great feud in NXT. They could totally do it again. Of course. But they won't. Um, but I, I think Andrade keeps us for a while. Yeah. Because he has, he has, he has he's got a, uh, as they would say in the business, a little bit of flair behind him these days. <laughs> ah. Ah. Yeah, I think he's going to carry the championship until Mania. He's going to drop That's it fine. Mania. Have Umberto get if Umberto gets on the Mania card. I don't think it'll be Umberto on Mania. It'll be Andrade hey man, versus someone else. That has his name on it. The Umberto Carrillo Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> 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 it's true. 
It could work out that way. All right, moving along. All right. Next, we have the SmackDown Women Women's Championship: Bailey versus Lacey Evans. And this is the one match I feel like does not have a definitive winner because I could see Lacey Evans taking the win on this. Lacey's not winning. No. She. Not this isn't her moment yet. Bailey's too boring to drop the title. <laughs> Lacey is it wants not to be bored winning. for a few more months and then she'll See, drop boring it. Bailey's why I'm saying she could drop it on Sunday. <sighs> Bailey's not dropping for uh, Bailey's not dropping for a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this in later. Um but I think Bailey is a distraction Sasha's for what's not a, winning what the actually, I'm sorry. It's what is actually going to happen, potentially. Um Lacey's gonna put on a great match. It's gonna be her first title. Well, technically her first one-on-one title. Because you also had that thing with Corbin and mm-hmm. the Extreme Rules thing, which was kind of like a title match, but not really. It counts. Um, it's in the archives. Yeah, it's there, you know. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think Lacey's going to do a great job. I, I like her as a person. Um, I, I think her, her character has always been tailor-made for the main roster, contrary to what other former hosts thought. Um, <laughs> vehemently. And a pa- <laughs> And and apparently I found this out uh, the other day. She has her own like clothing line. What? Yeah, it's it's pretty much like it's pretty much dressing like Lacey Evans. Oh my gosh! Uh, and her and her daughter model, model for it. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but I have to link you. Um, That's Kate cute. Murphy. They, there's a they they have B coasters though. Oh, I might need those. <laughs> I might need those. Yeah, so, uh, but I think Bailey wins. I agree. I don't you care. Go- I just don't care about this match. This is going to be my snack break, probably. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping the pizza my- guy comes right when this match starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be my snack break, too, but not that type of snack. <laughs> hey, Bumble hey, been working for you, that big guy. <laughs> Giggity. Giggity, giggity. Uh, but yeah, Bailey retains. What else we got? Now we have the Royal Women's Championship. Becky versus Asuka. This, if put in the right place, is going to steal the show. Yeah, if yeah. put in the right place. Um, I hope so. Their match last year was good. Um, nothing like crazy memorable, but I do remember it happened. Um, I still don't think Becky is like that great of a worker, per se. Mm-hmm. She's just a great character and a great promo and a great package. And the matches are good enough when she has the right partner. I just don't know if Oscar's that well. right partner. She does sell well. I just don't know if Oscar's that right partner. Like I you need Becky's better when someone else is carrying her through the match. Like she I don't think she's that great of a lead. Um personally. Mm-hmm. Like what do I know? I've never been in the wrestling ring though. But <laughs> I, I'm I am cautiously optimistic about this match. Understandable. Um, cause this could be one of the best women's matches of the year, even though it is January or this could be an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. I really hope it's not a dumpster fire. I think there's too much talent in that ring for it to be a dumpster fire, but can also see other people getting it, getting involved that turns it into the appearance of a dumpster fire when it's actually just a dusty finish. Mm-hmm. No, this is, this is the, this is, it's the whole build is the end of a story. Um, yeah, it's it's come full circle. I personally hope they go on first again. 
That was a very good spot from the bean last year, and it's also when I knew I was losing $100 on the bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also because we didn't know Becky was going to be in the Rumble or not. That's precisely what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting. I was, scared. I was The whole time I was convinced that Asuka was going to win, but now I'm starting to think Becky's going to retain. Yeah, Becky's It's retaining. interesting because these are, the last, these are the only two women who have ever won the Rumble. Yeah, put, that is. Ooh, that's a very good point. That's just, that's like a good tip of information. Thanks, Morrow. Um, but no problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta think about it. Your biggest star in the company for the past year has been Becky Lynch. So Correct. reverse book backwards. You want whoever wins the Rumble to challenge Becky Lynch. You know they're not gonna challenge Bailey or Lacey Evans. Please don't even bother. Um, so they're gonna challenge Becky. That's the big story. The women's main event of WrestleMania. It's a matter of who you want to go, who you want to go up against. And I can think of one of two people, and I'm going against the latter. Yeah, I just I like I guess the 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 wrestling market. I, mean, I want I want Oscar to get a significant win. Like she's at this point, she's the queen of TLC. Like she she ends the year on a strong note on top of a ladder, holding some championship. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you gotta give us something. You know, but I want her to get a marquee win on a marquee pay per view. And unfortunately, I like you like you said. Well, I think you convinced me. I don't think that happens this time around. Like give her actually, she would be give her money in the bank. This upcoming year, yeah, that would be interesting. That's a that's, that's a, a better that's, idea. That's a that's a good thing for her to have because it's believable. Yeah, and no one can understand her anyway, so it works out. Right, Oscar, when are you gonna cash in? <laughs> if you translate it, it actually means January third. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine her entrance with the briefcase? It's perfect. Especially because Asuka's a person who uses her body and her mannerisms to communicate with people who don't speak her language. Giving her a prop like the money in the bank mm-hmm. works to her favor. I'm sure he spits green anyway. It fits. It does. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they bringing back green mist to foreshadow that she's going to actually win money in the bank. It's I been don't in front of us this whole time. Don't give WWE that much credit. All right, Kate? Don't give WWE that much credit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Was, no, I know. This is, Kate, this is WWE, not Marvel. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> WWE's not good at dropping Easter eggs like that. <sighs> not good at all. No. Um, but yeah, I, I, Becky's gonna win. Uh, like I said, I hope Asuka gets her moments in some way, shape, or form for the next year. Money in the Bank would be perfect for her because then she pretty much owns. Um, what, she she gets that title whenever she wants it. Um, so there's that. Moving along. And then finally, we have a Universal Championship strap match: The Fiend Bray mm. Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Get the strap, baby, dude. It's it's weird. Why was Kane on TV? Like, is he even that's even like a like a, a, like a, a city to govern? <laughs> like, is he that's even job? Is he like is he is he a mayor? Like. <laughs> What was he he's doing a mayor on of TV? Knox, he's a mayor of Knox County, where Knoxville is at, wherever University of Tennessee is at, and quite frankly, football season's over. That's a place is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Rumor has it though that for uh, what's it fucking called Super Showdown next month, they're gonna do 
The Fiend versus Kane for the title in an Inferno match. Not another one. Uh, it's, like it's, it. I like it. You know, that enough. actually makes it's, sense. It's hot enough in Saudi Arabia, but the last thing these people need is fire around the ring. <laughs> more, more fire. Right? Like, and, and, and Bray Wyatt, they're both in masks. All right? Like, it's not going to be an infernal match. They'll pull the pads up before they get to the ring. It's an open air stadium, though, fire too, which is in lighting. their favor. Uh, dude, it would be better if it was a dome and air conditioned. All right? Like, Open <laughs> air stadium does not help them. So if the wasn't, internet wasn't is right, was the first Inferno match in like a dome and air condition? Uh, the first Inferno match was Undertaker versus Kane. Actually, no. What was the location? Uh, after WrestleMania, it was probably a, a, it was in an arena. Yeah, I was like, it wasn't in a dome and air condition. I guess it was. Yeah, I guess so. Oh well. Um, I'm. T- I mean. Here's the thing. I'm semi getting tired with the fiend. Me too. Um, I like more. I like more of the Bray Wyatt story. What I also enjoy more than that is this ongoing Miz and Daniel Bryan back and forth. They've separated Where, themselves, and, though. What's up? They've separated themselves. A little bit, but they're going to come back together because the Miz and Daniel Bryan story never stops. It goes from like they hate each other to they just have to help each other for this one time. We do a lot like we do a lot of good back and forth with their dynamics. I think their dynamic and their rivalry and sometimes their, you know, forced friendship is one of the best told you know, dynamics between characters in maybe the past 10 years of wrestling. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's like using a queen in chess. It's always reliable. I feel yeah. that if the champion was anybody else, if it was someone that would be easier to drop to, then Daniel Bryan could get the championship, and then they could do the whole Daniel and Miz story and bring it to Mania. If it was any other champion, that's how they could do it. It would be so nice. But no. We're getting an Inferno match in Saudi Arabia instead. <laughs> Thanks, WWE. You know, I just... This story has to end wherever it happens. Cause we, I mean, remember, we still have Elimination Chamber. The story has to end with Daniel Bryan going in as champion. Does it not? It'd be interesting because you have heel Daniel Bryan who went into New York as champion. Then you'd have face Daniel Bryan going into Tampa as champion. I don't buy it. No. Because keep in mind, I feel that whoever wins the men's rumble, and we'll get to that later, is going to challenge for the WWE title, not the universal title. No, I think it's going for the universal title. I'm sorry, other way around. Yeah, yeah because the, the Brock blue is, universal title. Yeah, Brock the blue is, universal title. Because Brock is in the Rumble, so ideally, whoever eliminates him is the match, which is probably going to be. Well, we'll get to it, but yeah, Bray Wyatt wins it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's Strap starting, match. in my opinion, it's starting to get too. It's taking too long, almost. Like, I can't quite place who beats The Fiend. You know, I have an idea that I'm surprised somebody hasn't used yet. They have The Fiend Bray Wyatt, which is evil Bray Wyatt. They should call good Bray Wyatt uh, The Friend. Oh, I like that. That's cute. <laughs> the Friend Bray Wyatt. And then The, the Fiend friend. Bray Wyatt. We're really glad that you're our friend. It works. It does work. It's true. The friend. It's true. He has his old Mr. Rogers sweater. The friend, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I buy that. I I would buy the fiend and the friend gear. That would be so, so good. 
Good job, Will. Oh, there was, oh I, saw some, I saw something online where it was like, um, I'm Bray Wyatt in the streets, but a fiend in the sheets. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that's that's really which gross. tells me you're not anything in the sheets wow wow call them out Kate Murphy come at me like get these hands <laughs> gets into the sheets like let me in <laughs> let me in <laughs> just talking to her legs let me in <laughs> 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 Let me in. He's <laughs> knocking on the door. He he he, walk, he knocks on the door. I'm here. <laughs> and then sits it down. Let me in. <laughs> Turns on his light. <laughs> Catching flies. <laughs> I can't. I'm done. I'm over it. What we got next? Which one we're talking about first? Yeah. It's, okay. it's the feed wins. Rumble time. What's it's rumble time, and I'm going to start with the women because this is going to be a really short conversation. Here come the women. But actually, not really. So <laughs> okay, we're gonna have half the NXT so roster, our- probably Trish Stratus, Lita coming back. All right, Molly Holly. There's not enough. All women. right, so just to so with the Royal Rumble, it was apparently confirmed this morning that NXT will be involved in the Rumble, which is cool. The women's and or the men's. They didn't actually specify which Rumble, just that they will use NXT talent. So uh, they need more women in the women's than they do in the men's. Yeah, dude, there's not enough yeah. women on the roster that I like <laughs> you that you want to see. So confirmed right now for the Royal Rumble from Raw, we have Charlotte oh. Flair and Sarah Logan. Ooh. Ow, Will's boo. Yeah, Charlotte Flair. Right, I think when, was the first person in general to when uh, when Sarah Logan is your second person entering, your Rumble's in trouble. <laughs> and then from SmackDown, we have Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. And those are all the women we know about that are in the Rumble. Okay, I can guarantee that we are going to get Ruby Riot returning, and thank mm. God. Please, I miss her. Oh, I miss her too. She is Bay. all all types sexy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's not even because of the tattoos. Um, Ruby Riot and I have like a lot in common. I like want to be friends with her like so badly. <laughs> I tried. She did do theater a lot. She in, did theater. Uh, when we she like a lot of the same bands. Yeah, I mean, you guys went to the same concert together. Mm-hmm. Um, who else could be? Who else is injured? Naomi should definitely be coming back. Yeah, I would. I would Naomi be been? flabbergasted if Naomi did not return in the Rumble. Um, <clears throat> isn't Mickey James still injured? Or she retired? She was, re- she was really poorly and she's really bad. I don't know if she retired, but I know her injury was really bad. It was really bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and when was that? Di- I would love to see Mickey again. Do you say Mickey or Nikki? Mickey. I heard yeah, Mickey. Like, Mickey would be cool. Um, Nia Jax could come back. Of course. Um, not like most girls. Not like most girls. And the Bella <laughs> Twins, potentially, maybe. 
I hope not. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Nikki Bella's fine with her engagement again. Yeah, I don't think she needs. She doesn't. They don't have to come back anymore. They don't. No, they're, they're through. There's not. There's nothing else for them to do. Yeah, Shayna's probably going to be in the Rumble. Um, That's the big one right there. Shana's, that Shayna's going to. Shayna's winning. She, I think Shayna might win the Rumble. Shayna's winning because they couldn't. I don't think they got Ronda. Um, last I heard that the talks just haven't been completed yet. They could be. Uh, the first pick is obviously Ronda because it's the big story. But the backup is Shayna, and Shayna just dropped the belt. So Shayna's going to come in towards the end. This clean house win It's going to be a terrible match at WrestleMania, let me tell you. They swerved really. They swerved really well on NXT when they did the battle royal, and then Shayna was like the surprise final entrant. Mm. That was and good was though. Like, that was really good. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, they're. I was like, they're gonna make this bitch a three time champion. That's the <laughs> thing that they would. <laughs> Triple H is never letting her go. <laughs> <laughs> She's a new Oscar. Bigger than Oscar at this point. Yeah. Asuka had the streak, um, she had the reins, but I just, who does she go against? I don't want to see her with Becky, but I don't give a, really give a fuck about her with Bailey. You know, because uh, if Shayna wins, yeah, she Shayna squashes Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's already choked out Bailey. I mean, who at this point, who hasn't choked out Bailey? Fair. Oh, I haven't. Get on it. God what are you damn. waiting for? I don't know where she lives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she might still be in California. She's on, currently on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Ayo. Um, I also keep hearing rumors of Sasha winning the Rumble. That is also a viable option as well. Um, no, Sasha, because what I Sasha's one of people who hasn't had a marquee big four moment. Yeah. Any and surprises and, 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 we can think of? Everything's set up for Sasha to win that Rumble. You have to come back at SummerSlam. Like everything leads to this. Mm-hmm. Um, surprises. I would love to see Mercedes Martinez get her moment in the Rumble. Oh, that'd be cool. You know, because I mean, they could be like, "All right, Mercedes, face packs. We don't really see you on the Raw SmackDown roster anytime soon." However, we understand how much of an influence you have been to women's wrestling. We want to honor you and give you a spot on the Rumble. Like, I would love to see that. Yeah, I don't see Mercedes Martinez coming to the main roster ever. I can just see her just chilling in NXT. Which is fine. Yeah, she. I don't think she needs to go to the main roster. I wonder if she quit yeah, her second job. Just... What's up? I wonder if she quit her second job. Who knows? <laughs> 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 Wouldn't you? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Yeah, I would love to see Mercedes come out. Uh, Shotzi, maybe just for shits and giggles. Oh my god, stop! You know all the women that were in it Survivor Series for NXT, they will all be in it. Uh, Bianca Belair. We all Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Candice already had her moment last year. She mm-hmm. had it again. Um. She's so adorable. Ah, she is. She's so cuddly. She's yeah. <laughs> um, who? Else? Um, Bianca might be a permanent call up at this point. No, she has a title match. But she's um, gonna lose the title match and then come up. And Tony, she's gonna go to Tony, and she's gonna go to Raw because her husband's on Raw. Do you think it's Tony time? 
It could be Tony time. I can see Tony time. Um, Piper Nevin also as well. Maybe. Zelina Vega because she's gonna go. Zelina's gonna have a great comedy spot. Yeah, she's gonna, gonna get gonna, like thrown out. Naomi's gonna have a great Kofi rendition. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't even know who else. Like, even with returns, could you bring like who? Haven't done. You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see a Vicky Guerrero spot. Again. Even though she's on the Jared, <laughs> even 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 though she's on the Jared Cruz and that has been confirmed, she's on the Jericho Rock and Wrestling Cruise. I would love to see her just have that moment again. Like I watched the women's, I watched the first ever women's Rumble the other day, and that was so fun. It was. Yeah. Like when she came out screaming, I was like, "That's perfect." We were there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Will and I have met Vicky Guerrero multiple times. Absolute sweetheart. Such a sweetie. Like, Vicky Guerrero is probably one of my favorite people to meet at, like, WrestleCon. Over and over again. Because she's, she's just so nice and so down to earth. Um, I Like, if, if you can guarantee me we get a Vicky Guerrero spot every Women's Rumble, I tune in all the time. I don't blame you. <laughs> Here's a, here's a shocker. How, how about we go like down the rabbit hole a little bit? What if we got Stephanie McMahon in the Rumble? She'd be out within three minutes. Maybe, but... That would be a Steph- spot where a bunch of women like that you normally wouldn't see together gang up and throw her out. Yeah. And, I mean, say what you want about Stephanie and her promo. She is a fantastic, um, very, like... Uh, scaredy cat heel. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's a chicken shit heel. <laughs> yeah, she plays a great chicken shit heel. We saw um, herself for Ronda. She had to try that hard, but she did it. <laughs> <laughs> she screamed bloody murder for Ronda. <laughs> I, I personally want to see Ronda back. I want to see Ronda win this Rumble. I want to see Ronda win it too. It makes the most sense for her to win the Rumble. You know what I would like to see? Because this is how you fuck up the crowd. You have Stephanie feel like she's won the Rumble. Like, this would do. You bring Stephanie in at, like, 29. Somehow, Stephanie's, like, the last person standing. And then you bring in Ronda. And she just throws her out of the ring. No, yeah, Stephanie or, climbs you know, out of the ring over the top rope before Ronda <laughs> even gets to the apron. <laughs> <laughs> so then Ronda just walks in and points at the media side and yep. leaves. Yep, that's it. That's all she has to do. <laughs> yeah. Will there be a sign? There wasn't a sign last year. There was, a, there was the image on the big screen in center field. We'll oh, see what that's happens. so fucking cheating. And I don't want, I don't want WrestleMania to be on a cheater sign. No, the cheater screen, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> cheater screen. <laughs> oh man, who knows? But yeah, I would love to see a Ron and Stephanie face because it would just be really funny. Because I could see Stephanie like begging on her knees or like grabbing Ron as like, like, don't do this to me. <laughs> uh, like I'm I could just see Shana Stephanie Baszler. selling the mess out of it. What's up? I'm picking Shayna Baszler. If not Rodna, then Shayna. Yeah. And my dark horse is the blueprint, Sasha Banks. Ms. Murphy? I, My heart wants Rodna because it makes the most sense, but it's probably going to be Shayna. 
Womp womp. Watch, womp. it's like Lana or something fucking stupid. <laughs> could you imagine? I could imagine. I, I mean, as as much as they have pushed the Lana thing, her winning the Rumble would be overkill. Lana versus Becky at WrestleMania. <laughs> I'd rather oh, see Lana God. versus Lashley. That's a murder. I mean, I mean, I'd rather see Becky versus Lashley, to be honest. Or they could they could do they could do a mixed challenge match. Becky and Seth versus Lana and Bobby Lashley. Oh God, no, get the fuck out of here. All right, men's rubble. No, yeah, let's All go right. to the bed. All right. Man. So I broke it down <laughs> again, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, who's an, who is announced for the men? I'm getting to that. So for Raw, we have at number one, the WWE champ Brock Lesnar. What a bastard. We have AJ Styles, Aleister Black, Bobby Lashley, Buddy Murphy, who is one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, Drew McIntyre, Eric Rowan, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, the other half of the Raw Tag Champs. R-Truth had declared himself on Raw and then undeclared himself when Brock Lesnar declared himself. So he probably won't show up, but maybe he will. And then from SmackDown, we have Dolph Ziggler, Elias, King Corbin, Otis, Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura, who is the Intercontinental Champion, and Tucker. So overall, we have 22 announced men for the Royal Rumble. 23 if you count our truth. So that doesn't leave a whole lot of room for NXT or... Surprise returns. Booker like King. CM Punk well, and Christian. Be, there shouldn't be uh, room for surprise returns or NXT call-ups. There should be a minimal amount of room. That's what makes it great. Um, I just wish it was uh, like divided more evenly. Like It's mostly the raw locker room. It's also the weakest locker room at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of good moments in here. I mean... Whatever Otis does in the Rumble is going to be hysterical. And I would love to see Otis come out as number two against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Who does come out? I've been thinking about this for a while. Who is number two at number for Lesnar? Uh, uh, Matt Riddle. If That would be great because Matt Riddle Cassidy. keeps talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you imagine if Vince calls up like, hey, Cody. Let me do this one thing. I need a favor. We're not going to sign him. We just want this one moment to happen because it'll be flipping hysterical. I would pay so much money to watch Arns Cassidy go up against Brock and just to see the crowd go crazy over his slow kicks. Freshly squeezed. Freshly squeezed. <laughs> squeeze. And then one kick. Oh! Oh, crowd screaming bloody murder. The stupidest thing in wrestling, but also the greatest. For number two, I could see either of them bringing out Seth or Roman to kind of call back. Okay, so I finally figured out a faction name for for Seth Rollins and his disciples. What are they? Shout out to my guy Daniel Canada who came up with this. Uh, Seth Hobo's Witnesses. Ooh. Wow. That's, cool. That's good. <laughs> I also told him on Twitter nationally that I would that I would use his faction name because like this is perfect. Sephobas witnesses. That is too I mean, good. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. 
Oh my god. Um, you know who I would see? You know who I'd love to see if he didn't have a broken freaking neck? Um, Kurt Angle. Yeah. A Kurt Angle Brock face off. Cause that's the only pure wrestler that ever really got to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe um, someone that Brock really never faced, like Edge. Here's here's the real question. How long does Brock last in the Rumble before Kane Velasquez eliminates him? Five minutes. <laughs> it could be Kane as well. It's 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 Kane Velasquez. If his knee is healed, I have a feeling it's going to be Drew. I like the Drew and Brock dynamic. I Drew do McIntyre's. as well, but the money because that Kane. still gives Drew a title shot at Mania potentially. It's Kane Velasquez. I'm sorry, it's Kane Velasquez. <laughs> is Kane Velasquez cleared? I hope not. <laughs> he been he he was where he did a couple of live events in Mexico. Oh, okay. Um, so Kane Velasquez is in the Rumble somewhere, dude. But that match in Saudi Arabia was such garbage. Like, why would it even be credible for him to have a, another bat with Brock? Like, it wasn't even really garbage. It was just kind of different. It was it was more UFC, but it was WWE. Yeah, but it was over in three minutes, and Kane got squashed. What's what he's supposed he's supposed to get squashed? They rookie. showed the whole uh, match on SmackDown. They did. I remember. I was reading an article this morning about Brock Lesnar, and it was the same question. How long does he last in the Rumble? In 2019, his average match time for all his matches was like, I think, four and a half minutes. How long did Brock last in the Rumble uh, in 2017? Goldberg him real quick. Let's see. Brock. That was one with the that was like the San Antonio one with the long entrance as they were in the Alamo down. Mm. It's one where like the big show and Brock Lesnar, not no, the big show and a Braun Strowman had to go on like a uh, little like a tractor machine to bring him to the ring. Because <laughs> so they couldn't get there quick enough. <laughs> um, I would be surprised if Kane was number two. Kane could be number two. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if our troop was number two. Like he forgot to like Mysterio. Like Brock beats him down. Brock beats him down for a few minutes. Ray Mysterio comes on number two. Brock beats him down for a few minutes. Get the countdown, and then the number three is Kane. That'd be cool. Um, Brock Lesnar was the twenty sixth entrant that year. And then, then Goldberg, Goldberg was 28 him. and then eliminated him. So it had to have been five minutes. Like five minutes. Yeah. yeah Brock, people are saying Brock's going to be uh, the most eliminations in like a, the Iron Man. I just go, are you, are, you, are you out of your fucking mind? Brock no, the I, I Iron actually, Man? I actually can see. I actually can see that. I think they want to make a statement with Brock. I mean, let's just have like a bunch of jobbers come out. Like two, three, four, five, six, seven. And he gets eliminates all of them. That's just a boring rumble, though. Like half the fun yeah. rumble no, is seeing but, all the guys in the Brock, room. I, Brock's gonna last a long time. Like we're they're gonna make a statement here, but whoever knocks him out is gonna be someone of of very great significance or someone we just haven't seen. Yeah, or both. Kane Velasquez. 
Kane. You could also take a Riddle. I'm pulling for Drew. I'm pulling for Alistair. But I don't see Could it. Could you imagine oh, a also black I mask? I forgot Braun Strowman in my list. Braun Strowman is in the Rumble. That could be your. That could be your number two. Braun. Braun and Brock. That'd be that'd be a good face off. That's a good number two, actually. Yeah. Um, that'd be a great number two. So, I mean, before we get to the winner, who are our who are our unprecedented surprises? Booker T. I think you said, what'd you say? Booker T. <laughs> Book dust. He's he saying dust Edge is going to come back. Gold dust returns again. Could you imagine? What, Edge? No, gold dust. Oh, gold dust. That'd be funny. Uh, I don't see Edge. No CM Punk. I don't either. <clears throat> yeah, no Punk. Let's as get that out of the way. As much as I like to joke and say CM Punk is going to be number 30, I know he won't be. Could you imagine if he goes on backstage and declares himself for the Rumble? I'll lose my fucking mind. That's why I'm glad we're doing the show <laughs> early tonight, because I will get to watch it. Um. Yeah. Uh, although in storyline mode, CM Punk taking out Lesnar would be perfect. It would be. That would be like that's, that's beyond perfect. That's your that's your marquee main event. The return of CM Punk. CM Punk takes out Lesnar. Then comes back to Raw. Challenges Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania. You're printing money. <laughs> that's the match You're, I want. Like, like no one's upset about that match. Punk would only do it if it went on last. What's up? Punk would only do it if that match went on last. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. And so would Brock. Brock would be like, no, we're the last match. Yeah. yeah. Especially because he, and he even did the angle this past mania where he had to be first so he could leave. Mm-hmm. But it would it would make sense. Like that's your marquee matchup. It's the richest prize in the game. It's a WWE title. It's a title that has the most lineage in WWE. Yeah, you put that on last, with a, and you make people wait for that moment of CM Punk back in the ring. Oh, and going up against Rock. That's how you sell everything out. You may have people return to podcasting because CM Punk returns. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know some people that would probably start podcasting again and watching wrestling again yeah. if CM Punk came back. Exactly. Hmm. Um, here's who I think might show up in the Rumble just because we haven't heard from him in a while. Um, I, I, I think we're going to get the Velveteen Dream. I agree. I would hmm. you agree with that. Also... A fantastic number two. Oh my god! Because, yeah, because you've Brock. never seen him before. Brock's never seen him before, and I can see Velveteen being very Velveteen and absolutely like weirding the shit out of Brock. I bet Brock would be like, "Wow, our truth, you grew tall." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, what's in the water in Houston? Cheaters. Like <laughs> yeah, right. I would love to see the Velveteen Dream make an entrance, like because you haven't seen him before, and Velveteen Dream and grand entrances makes him a perfect number two. Eh, I don't buy it. I think I think Matt up. Hardy might have one last hurrah on the Rumble. Yeah, well, he's think, on his way out. Yeah, yeah March first, his contract is up. And did you see his tweets last night after he got? Well, it- he also dressed up like a uh, he dressed up like a young bucks in one of his tweets. Yeah, yeah. He lost to uh, Eric Rowan last, and then he tweeted after saying that he, this might be one of the last times we see him in WWE kind of stuff. 
So I think he's going to do have one more rumble appearance, have a, a good few spots, and then. That's... And have Jeff eliminate him. Oh my God, that would be great. But I don't know if Jeff is, if they they deem him healthy enough to compete yet. Jeff's probably still on Victory Road. Yeah, last I had heard, they had <laughs> spoken to him about getting his mental health and his like sobriety in check. So who knows? Yeah, you know it, it's an interesting rumble because like the men's rumble is pretty much filled except for both spots. I would love to see a returning Christian. Mm-hmm. Because that would be great. Um, I would love to see. I would also love to see Damian Sandow. Why? <laughs> because why because why not alright right, think of this I mean I know we're doing a number like who's the first person to go up against Brock can you imagine Damien Sandow coming out no with like the hallelujah no and allow me that's to a, beg your no, indulgence stop it no that's a terrible idea no really, that's terrible it's Jeff Jarrett coming you're, out last year Jeff Jarrett was, Jeff Jarrett was god awful last year no he was also that's also a bad idea it's not much better <laughs> using a bad idea does not make your idea that he was bad I don't think it's a bad idea. Like I said, Damien Sandow would. Damien Sandow's a great pop. God, no, he's a character everybody loves. (laughs) Also, don't be upset when Jinder Mahal comes back either. Uh, yeah. Don't don't be upset when the modern day Maharaja comes back. I can I can do without. I can also do without. I I always I honestly forgot he was even a person. Don't hinder the gender, baby. I will totally hinder that gender on Tinder. Don't <laughs> don't hinder the gender. Could you? And then Jinder Mahal's going to take out Brock Lesnar, and the whole wrestling world's going to implode <laughs> you, again. No, no, that means Jinder Mahal versus fucking Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the title. Jinder Mahal's going to cre- have another WWE title reign. It would create. A virtual Twitter black hole. I feel like I, j- I joked about this a few years ago. Like, this is a fucked up match I would invent just to be mean. Like, like this would be the conundrum that would put wrestling Twitter into a whole different, like, alternate universe. All right, I'm going to actually, Ricky, I'm going to go with you on this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you gave me a bone, I'm going to go run with it. Jinder Mahal comes out at number 27, right? Oh, the like, lucky number. eliminates, like, three people. And like they're pushing him as like this big thing, comes down to the last yeah. two, and Roman eliminates him. That's the only way Roman's gonna get cheered if he wins his rumble. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's anybody but Jinder I feel Mahal. like people have accepted that Roman is probably gonna win the rumble though. That's why Roman That's why Brock? he's doing a few with Baron Corbin so he can get cheered. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if it's Roman that eliminates Brock? Oh God! Mm. Oh no! I don't want that again. No, you've seen that three no times. No one does. You've seen that three times. We've seen it now. like ten times. I've seen that most of the my mania appearances. Actually, not really, but once was enough. Yeah, Roman wins. I don't know. I can't think of anyone else. It has to that be a SmackDown be- champion to win the Rumble. Or SmackDown person, rather, but no, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Now, I don't know how I feel about it. We'll see what happens when I watch it. Like, Baron Corbin could win on some heel shit, but that would be weird. Baron Corbin versus The Fiend at Mania? 
But I'm good, thanks. I'd rather have yeah, Damon Sandow kind of, come like... back. <laughs> also, we also didn't think about what if what if Daniel Bryan enters the Rumble. Oh, he could. That's right. What if the Miz enters the Rumble? The Miz will probably be in the Rumble. But the Miz isn't going to win the Royal Rumble. Well, maybe the Miz gets it. What if Daniel Bryan fails? And they, now it's the Miz's turn to get his shot at beating the Fiend at the Rumble. And the Miz becomes the hero of the story and not Daniel Bryan. I think you're thinking too much about wrestling. Yeah. But it, it could work. It, it could continue. I... The Miz could be a dark participant in this one. I think John Morrison's going to make a entrance in the Rumble for sure, but he's going to get eliminated kind of quick, like within 10 minutes of his entry. You also forget the Kofi in the New Day spot. You know what? I would, I would love to see Kofi and Morrison do a, like a tandem uh, spot together. Yeah, dual spot. That would be really cool. <laughs> they both save each other. <laughs> <laughs> they both create like this giant bridge where like their feet are on like the barricades and like they're holding each other up or something like that. But do you think in, like, any, either Kofi or Big E shows up in the Rumble? Absolutely. Because they have like seven to eight spots to fill. Mm-hmm. I would even you can even do a star making moment of Big E going up against Brock. That's true. That's how you push Big E. Or maybe or maybe we get Big E winning the Rumble. He's a SmackDown person. He's also a tag team champion. So? Seth Rollins wasn't in a tag team until last night at 10.30, and he's a tag champion. <laughs> and John Cena and John Cena and Shawn Michaels were tag champions when they made event at WrestleMania, what, 23? Were they? Yeah. Damn, WWE really never gave a shit about their tag team division, like, ever. <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> so, uh, what I'm saying is the Royal Rumble is totally up in the air. Nah, dude, it's Roman. This is the... Which is a good thing. Does this mean you know, like we can't really tell what's gonna happen, which I like, but I'm also kind of frustrated it, because it, it, that means anything could happen, which means we could get some, we can get worse than what we currently have, or we can get better. But you know what? We it's gonna make better. you tune in. But like, it's what if make you what tune if Lashley and Lana is the highlight of 2020? They wouldn't do that to themselves. <laughs> WWE's done some dumb I hope stuff. Not, but like, what if this is the high point? What if we can't get go anywhere from here? No, we can't. <laughs> we 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 definitely can't. Like WWE's not going to pigeonhole themselves that poorly. I hope not. I think. But who knows? Who we're going to find out this. We're going to find out this Sunday at the Royal Rumble. Uh, show starts at seven, by the way. So please, please be aware of that. It is going to be a long, long night. So make sure you get your coffee or whatever. Oh, I might order two uh, it's going to be a big. Or yes, <laughs> do what Will does as well. Um, um, so when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, things non WWE related, like uh, AEW is on a cruise right now, and we have uh, some correspondents who have given us some inside information about what is going on on the Jericho Rock and Roll cruise. And let me tell you, folks, there is a lot of the bubbly going on. So we'll be right back.
What is going on, everybody? This is your resident Universal Royalty King, Ricky Rose of the Kings of the Rings podcast, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Let's face it, folks. I can be in some better shape, and this year, I'm going to make a commitment to it. My name is King Ricky Rose, General Manager of Wrestle Addict Radio, and I want you guys to join our Patreon and follow me and my fellow constituents on our journey into better mental, and more importantly, better physical health. Join us in our journey to get back into ring shape, where each episode we will tell you about our progress um, on the matter and what a ring shape really means to us so join patreon.com backslash wrestling radio click subscribe and just for five dollars a month you can follow our journey as we get back into ring shape now enjoy the rest of your show what's up guys this is nate the fn great yielding to royalty because you are listening to the kings of the rings only on WrestleAddict Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rumble of Royalties Royal Rumble preview show here on Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio. Uh, we're going to move away from the Rumble a little bit. And uh, I totally, totally took me by surprise. Uh, but I do have some some inside correspondents who uh, informed me this past week that they're getting ready to go on the Jericho cruise, which I totally forgot that the Jericho cruise was a thing i know i know it was a big thing uh the year before before AEW was even a thing and then the jericho cruise happened again because it was so big <laughs> and even so big that they announced that they're doing a third jericho cruise next february in 2021 and will i think we should do the jericho cruise next year how much, Joint how, birthday much gift. how much is it how much is it i looked into I, it last year actually it's pretty affordable. Define affordable. Your definition of affordable, my definition of affordable. Well, you can do, you can, I know you things. can pay it in like payment plans, so it's not like you're paying the whole thing at once. I like the sound of that. Yeah, you're you starting to speak my language. And it's under a grand, I believe. Then you're really speaking my language. Yeah, I think I was looking <laughs> at like, for like me and like one other person last year, I think it was like 900, I think per person, but like you could pay it monthly. Like you have to pay, I think, a certain amount for your deposit initially to like right, reserve the cabin, and then you pay monthly leading up to the cruise. How long is the cruise? The only, it's like four days, right? Something like that. A couple of days. Dude, I'm so down. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've never been on a cruise. If I was ever going to be on one, it would be Chris Jericho's. You've never been on a cruise before? I've never been on no. a cruise either. Cruises are the greatest thing in the world. All right. So think about pretty much on a cruise, as long as you've done all the packages and stuff correctly, everything's all inclusive. Mm-hmm. So so pretty much you're not only paying for a hotel, you're paying for everything on the cruise. Like yeah, food, you can walk drink, into a food, restaurant everything. and order whatever you want. You know, I think alcohol you have to get like a special package for, but again, no big freaking deal. Yeah, um, right. I'll and pay the only extra, thing that's. You, <laughs> And the only other things you'd have to pay for is like the uh, whatever you do when you guys, you know, go like dock somewhere in one of the countries. <laughs> if you even decide to leave the ship. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, my biggest, cruises. 
are amazing. But how am I supposed to get my RVD on? That's the biggest problem. I can't. Who knows? Well, Kate, I'm glad you asked because in in the middle of the ocean, (laughs) there is technically no locks because no federal country or no country or state owns the land. But wouldn't I have to be following the laws the ship is from? Yes, you would. So I couldn't smoke weed on a boat. Hmm. I mean, you could just have to be really clever about it. How would I get it in, though? I feel like. Wait a minute. How would you get it in? Hey, hey. hey. Oh, no. <laughs> I would never. Oh, I would totally fuck someone uh, on a cruise. Are you kidding me? I know somebody <laughs> that did do that and successfully brought marijuana to Florida that way. Nice. Yeah, no. Oh. Nope. Not worth it. Yeah, but cruises are great, especially because, especially, uh, I believe the Jericho Cruise goes out of the Port of Miami. So in the Port of Miami, it's a, uh, you get not only people from, obviously, South of Florida, but sometimes you have people from other foreign countries and the islands that do take these cruises as well. So you, you get a good mixture. I remember my cruise that I went on, I went with a bunch of family friends. Um, I was... I was a spry young 15-year-old boy. Um, <laughs> and, all, and all of my friends were around like 15, 17 years old. And we, we go on this cruise out of the port of Miami. And we are literally on this boat with this giant quinceanera party from South America. So we're talking like... 20 to 30 beautiful Latin American girls celebrating a quinceanera that were our age celebrating a quinceanera on a cruise ship. Right? (laughs) It's like choose your words carefully. (laughs) That's why I made the comment girls your age in case someone didn't get what a quinceanera is. Yeah. I was also 15, Will. Oh, that's much (laughs) different. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see, you didn't hear that I was a spry young fifteen-year-old. Nah, I zoned out thinking of uh, a cruise <laughs> and alcohol and the open ocean. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was fifteen, and then I was we're on. Gonna go, yeah. We're gonna go on the Jericho cruise. Just me and you. I mean, I already, I mean, we'll I, so I already have a cruise lined up for next year. So. Okay, Murphy. Me so and you're gonna cru- go. I'm gonna propose at the bow, and then like we're gonna do the whole Titanic thing, and yes. I'm gonna push you off. Okay. Why would you do that? It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get rescued. (laughs) No, she won't. My best friend had an alarm on his phone for like a year that's at 6 30 p.m. that would say roll Kate into the ocean. At 6.30, he would go off and be like, roll key in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, no, you wouldn't get rescued because you figure you have to get a good distance away from a cruise ship for you to get rescued. Because if you yeah. don't, you're getting sucked in by all those rudders. Yeah, that thing will suck you right under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're done. Um, you the one my life to throw me off a boat. And, you know, in sickness and in health, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> I want your insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> so death do us part. Um, 
so in, in the Jericho Cruise from our from our inside correspondence here at Kings of Rings Podcast, uh, found out some interesting stuff. Uh, one, just like WCW, AEW uses a 16 by 16 uh, ring instead of WWE's 20 by 20 ring. And that's a pretty significant difference when you think about it in the grand scheme of things. Um, from what we've heard, the access to all the wrestlers is pretty much you can do whatever you want. Uh, they they Our correspondents talk about how they got stuck in an elevator with Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, how they were at a whiskey bar with John Moxley and Vicky Guerrero, uh, how Luchasaurus keeps on showing up everywhere, <laughs> as well as Jake. In the Hager. mask or not in the mask? I don't know. That's the kind of follow-up questions we need, Ricky. Come on, <laughs> be a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Uh they, I do have pictures of them building the ring um, in everybody's cabin. They got a little bit of the bubbly. They got two bottles of Jericho's bubbly. Uh, let's see what I got here. <laughs> Marks are stupid. Apparently there was a passing ship and they started chanting, your ship sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I want to go on this cruise now. Fucking marks, dude. (laughs) Fucking marks. That sounds amazing. Uh, I want to know if uh, CM Punk guy is there, Battle Club's guy there, Mets fan guy is there. Um, Battle Club guy is not there. Battle Club guy is on his way to Houston. Uh, driving probably. Probably. (laughs) Um, we have pictures of Jericho performing. Fozzie performs. Uh, the other night. Nice. To kick off with Jericho's. Someone I know uh, from NYWC is at the, on the cruise because he goes to everything ever. Rick Flair was there. I'm but Dave he left isn't early. there. What's up? I'm Dave isn't there. He loves drinking on cruises and <laughs> fucking like, mm-hmm. crazy parties and, and we shit actually like have, that. We actually have here. Well, because well, Dave, uh, Dave also likes... Uh, well, Dave goes on the goes on the cruise ones where you can get a robe for graduating. Yeah, that is true. What? Oh yeah, holy yeah. holy ship! You have to after doing four years of holy ship, you uh you get a robe. You get a robe. All right, so Dave graduated <laughs> holy fuck? ship before he graduated college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that episode. Alrighty, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, but Jericho Cruise ends on Thursday, the twenty third. Um, we have a lot. I have a picture of the itinerary of the events that are going on on the Jericho cruise. Uh, you, Kenny Omega has a video game tournament final. It's Smash Brothers. You can play Smash Brothers with Kenny Omega. Dude, I would uh, lose in three seconds. I suck at Smash. I'm horrible at Smash. <laughs> uh, Legends photo sessions. Uh, photo with Chris Jericho. DDP yoga you can participate in. Okay, uh, I we've go. also. We, we, we've got bubbly and bingo at 1030 in the morning. <laughs> I want to go. I'd actually do that. That actually sounds pretty fun. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Champagne and bingo. Uh, we have the Killer Queens are on, are on there. Farewell to Fear. Also seems to be on the docket. Uh, what else we got? Jared James Nichols. Rubik's Cube. Uh, Jake the Snake has a comedy set. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going on on this. Uh, there's late night bowling. There's kick axe. 
Have you ever done axe throwing? You can do axe throwing on Jericho's cruise. How big is this fucking boat? Jesus. Cruise ships are massive, dude. Like, absolutely massive. Uh, more fuzzy karaoke night. I want to go. I want to do karaoke night with Moxie. Did you see the video? I did see the video. <sighs> yes, Moxie sang "Sweet Caroline." He's my hero. <laughs> and he sings uh, it exactly as you'd expect him to sing it too. Yeah, it's just horribly. Not right? well and drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a, and of course, like every good wrestling cruise ship, there's a merch store somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we need to go. Could you imagine us going on a wrestling themed cruise? I'd rather, That'd be do, that, so I'd rather good. do that than WrestleMania weekend, honestly. <laughs> I would do that instead of Mania. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll do both. Let's see how my business does this year, and I can talk about it next year. Yeah. Yeah. So we will be posting some exclusive footage of the Jericho cruise um, and what we know about what's been going on each and every day. Uh, we do know that they did tape Dynamite. Uh, and by this time, you have either, by listening to the show, you have either watched Dynamite yourself or you, um, <laughs> or you haven't. Uh, but don't worry, we're not going to spoil what happens. I will say there are new champions in AEW um, as we speak at this moment in time. I won't tell you who those champions are, but there are new champions, and there's going to be a little bit of a surprising heel turn. Just, just leave it at that. Leave it at that. But at this point in the show, time to get on the road. Time to start getting on the road to WrestleMania with the Rumble of Royalties. But before we do get to that, let's talk about the match of the week. And Miss Murphy. Oh, oh my God! What happened in wrestling? <laughs> oh no! Oh fuck! Pac and Darby Allen. Yeah, I second that. That was a great match. I'm gonna go NXT actually with this one, um, and it was that triple threat for Recruiterweights. Um, beautiful. I have to go Absolutely back and beautiful. watch that. Turns out Hulu cut that. Which is very surprising because that match was outstanding. I didn't realize that Hulu does cuts on NXT until today when I was reading. Like trying, I was doing my daddy's of the week list and I was trying to remember if there's anyone I missed. And then I saw somebody mention the triple threat match and I'm like, I didn't see that. And then I went on the network and it's a half hour longer. So I'm like, yeah, oh. That's why I watch on the network. I don't want NXT to get cut. Well, it can get cut even further as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I watched but- SmackDown <laughs> on Hulu. Oh, boy, ironically, Raw was pretty entertaining this week. Yeah, I'm going to watch it when we get off yeah. of this. I'm going to watch. Uh, yeah. yeah well. This yeah, is uh, Us is back, of- guys. So I'm going to watch This is mm. Us when we get off air. This is sad. Yeah, um- it's back. This is so sad. Speaking speaking of not sad stuff, but your your daddy's list, you you made one. I did. Remember how last week we were saying that every week I'm going to have a I'm going to do daddies of the week. I yeah, actually I forgot did about it. That. So so who are your daddies of the week? Obviously, right. it's just, it's just me five times. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So I tried to do a top five. I couldn't do five. I only had four this week. Because UK did not. Wow. Yeah, UK did not produce a daddy this week. So what I'm trying okay. to do is every week, each show gets a, that I watch gets a daddy. And then you're going to rank them from one to five? No. 
Okay. No, I mean, if anybody, like, needs extra attention, I'll probably just be more aggressive about talking about them. Just give them Viagra pills. Yeah. All right, so Raw's Daddy of the Week was Drew McIntyre. Okay. God, he's a snack right now. Um, (laughs) My AEW of the Week, and this was very difficult for me, was Pac. Darby Allen was my honorable mention. Angry Keeperell. My NXT daddy was Shotzi Blackheart because she eliminated Shayna Baszler. And that's true. I do not discriminate on genders when it comes to daddies. <laughs> and then finally, my SmackDown daddy was Roman Reigns. Was it after he said "Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary"? Yes, it was. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kate just lost her shit when he said that. <laughs> so smooth. Because <laughs> yeah. they were like, welcome. And then they like left. I was like, wait, what's the rest of the fucking line? <laughs> it was like, to the Uso penitentiary. It's like, oh, that's menacing. <laughs> and there I went. Literally, that, that happened. And I, I immediately pulled out the notes app and I wrote Roman immediately. I didn't wait for the episode to be over. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh all right, so you have the daddies of the week. Uh King of the Night, Will. That's a good question. Um Oh, Derek Jeter. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna be the one guy that didn't vote for no, Jeter. Didn't burn in hell. <laughs> uh Kate Murphy. Um, fuck. I forgot about King of the Night. I was so excited about all the other homework I did for the show that I forgot about King of the Night. I'm surprised it was not Shotzi because she eliminated Shane, yeah. Shayna. I would, I, I could agree with that. Shotzi's my King of the Night. Literally, like, like Kate did not watch NXT Live, so I went to sleep because I knew what happened, and I didn't want to ruin the moment for her. I wake up to Kate and all caps, I just saw the Shotzi moment. Yeah, I bugged out. It got spoiled for me on Twitter. And I freaked out. Shotzi's Shotzi's tweet on eliminating Shayna was really funny. Like, welcome to the ball pit, kid. (laughs) Fucking amazing. Ironically, I saw a pic, like, um, speaking of Shotzi real quick, before I name my king of the night, which is going to be my correspondence on the Jared Cruz, um, I was watching, like, WWE's, like, official video that they made, like, four or five years ago about, like, um, what it takes to be like a WWE superstar and like the what the what the tryout looks like and Shotzi Blackheart is in the tryout. Is she really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I was trying to look at other noticeable people who were in that tryout for that video that became big names. The only one I remember was Shotzi because her hair was like lime green. Um, at the time, but yeah, so. Best luck to Shotzi Blackguard. Before we get, congratulations to Mercedes Martinez for getting the call up, even though I think we mentioned this last week. We did. It's good enough to, <laughs> good enough to mention. I don't give a fuck. She's that damn good. We all good love enough her to on mention this show, again. so it's fine. Yeah. Um, also, rest in peace to Rocky Johnson. He did pass away um, after a show last week. Yeah, he had a, uh, he had a heart, heart attack. Yeah, due to deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. Um, which sucks. Uh, really, because it was abrupt, and um, you know, 
our condolences to the rock and his family uh which i didn't know after the list after looking at the video package on raw uh rocky johnson and tony atlas the first ever african-american tag team champions mm, i knew that in, i did not know in that. the history in the history of wrestling so i was not aware um but but good for them very very good for them um it, you know, you can't say enough about what Rocky Johnson's legacy is, even more so now, especially with his son, The Rock, becoming as big as he was. Yeah, dude, his there, biggest it, legacy is fucking The Rock's mom, all right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank God <laughs> for Rocky Johnson. <laughs> and, that was, and, his, and his mom was part of a wrestling family, too, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, is, it, it is sad, but, you know, he's 75 years old. 75 you know, yeah for a wrestler that's like 80 or like 100 so um yeah he lived a long life props to him you know it was sad um i like how AEW even had a little um card in the beginning um did they really good for them they did i mean because like you know it's something like that's above wrestling because like, like tna would do that too when someone passed away they didn't do a whole video package because they can't but a little thing like that it was the exact same one wwe used they probably was like yeah you can use it or whatever i don't know but, um, yeah. you know, NXT did a package for him. Whenever a wrestler passes away, um, the WWE in particular does a great job in respecting them and with their video packages and honoring them. Um, it's like the one time where wrestling Twitter isn't a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's Moolah. <laughs> but for the most part. You know, like, The Rock was very active on social. Um, it's sad, but, you know, death is a part of life. Such is life. Like, I was thinking, like, if if I die, I want a WWE video package made about me. Yeah, right? That's my goal. Yeah. Like, on, on loop like, my don't funeral. Even, Let's play that shit on loop. Yeah, don't even do a eulogy. Just give me a WWE video package and play that throughout the time. How would Fink will do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, and then give then give me a ten bell salute, and that's it. Yeah, I was gonna say have Mean Gene do it, but he he beat us. He's not. It. Yeah, he he's, he's not there bastard. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so any anything else? Any other news and notes? No, I think that's it. Nah, dude, it's bed. Yeah. It's bedtime, bro. Let's do this. Yeah, if all of Sephora's witnesses ready? Yes, we are ready. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> burn it <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't Ladies close gentle- the show with that. No, 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 no. We are not going to close the show with that. We're going to close the show by getting ready, strapping in, and buckling up because the Royal Rumble is right around the corner. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 181, the 2020 Rumble of royalties. I've been your number one entrant, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at the Bachelor of Bigs on all social media. Find Kings of the Rings podcast social media at KOTR underscore podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Merchandise coming soon, by the way. Uh, listen to us each and every week, wherever you listen to your podcast, by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio and follow Wrestle Addict Radio's social media at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. And coming in as the number 15 entrant, Mr. Will Tarashock. Oh, you better believe I'm fucking closing with Damien Sandow's music, because this is the only time <laughs> you are ever going to hear it. Tears and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. And spoiler alert, guys, the same one who didn't vote for Derek Jeter is the same person who was in the grassy knoll when he shot JFK. Kate Murphy, how you doing? <laughs>
Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know those words would come out of my mouth until they were already gone. <laughs> well, I have no words. You took. You shot the words right out of my mouth. Quite literally. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sober this week. What a good week. But it is me, Kate Murphy, your queen bee. You can find me on Instagram at the Kate Murphy and on Twitter at the Kate Murphy underscore. I got some fun shit coming out very soon, guys. So yeah, we do. Got some love and some war. There's some love and some war. I might start watching some old WWE programming as well and reviewing it oh. for you guys. You're taking up the rest oh. of War's mantle, huh? <laughs> You're taking up the rest of War's mantle. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I want to do the um, ECW reboot. <laughs> oh, WWE ECW. Oh my God, Kate. Why? <laughs> well, that's when CM Punk started, so. Yeah. There. I have such a soft spot for that time in my life. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Ugh, bless your heart. The day bless your heart I, I watched it the day the network brought it on. <laughs> what we're saying is, folks, we have a lot of stuff coming in our Patreon um, in the very, very near future. Uh, we've got a lot of. A lot of shows coming, a lot of special guests coming, and then potentially a fourth member of a team within the next couple of months. But all of that is down the road, and what's also down the road is the road to WrestleMania, and we are officially going to be on that road this coming Sunday. So strap up, folks. The best time in wrestling is right about now. This is the Kings of Rings podcast, and I'm your host, King Ricky Rose. Goodbye, good night, and we'll see you on the road to WrestleMania. Except for you, Slack. Stay home. Fuck you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah.